Alrighty, we are back for another edition of Chatting at the Sea. I have Taylor Sorensen and Michaela Kavanaugh here. Before we get started, we of course want to give a shout out to our corporate sponsor, the Central High Foundation. They have treated us very well, supporting all sorts of programs around Central High, and we want to thank them for the work they continue to do. We're going to have Ms. Kavanaugh explain the event we're focusing on for today's episode. What is happening here for uh, Halloween? Yeah, we're really excited to introduce our first Trunk or Treat. Um, Trunk or Treat will be held at the Chick-fil-A off 72nd and Sorensen. They are collaborating with both Goodwill and the YMCA. So we're partnered with them, excited to have about 5,000 kids stop in and visit our trunk and collect some candy for a good time. Sweet, it's gonna be a great event. I plan to go, my wife is All right, well, let's dive into the episode. Let's start with our first question. We all, three of us collectively, are not from the downtown Omaha. So, of course, I'm Taylor, you being from Fremont, Michaela, you being from Illid West. So what makes Central such a special place to teach and uh, to work at? Um, I personally like the diversity. I know that that's a very cliched answer and that everyone seems to say that, but it truly does make the classroom dynamic, um, the work that the students come up with, the work that the, the teachers are able to put out there um, is so much better with the diversity that is here. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I also have um, some ties to Central. I've had some family teacher and stuff in the past, so kind of cool to follow in their legacy a little bit and just have so many different students. You always have someone you're going to be able to reach and have students with all these different interests. It's just really cool to see yeah. all that. Especially running a thing like DECA, like it's such a broad topic. It's not like very specific. You have, you have so many students from different backgrounds that can really fit into that and uh, things like that, so cool, very good. Kavanaugh, you started your career here at Central following the footsteps of very big legends, Harry Gaylor and Vicki Wiles. Very big, yeah. Miss, miss them, of course. So what was some of the lessons you learned from them following them into the role you're in right now? I think the biggest thing is to value people. Um, they are people people, and that sh has shown through the work that they've done through the generations, really, um, and keeping in touch with the people that matter. So that could be students, that could be outreach partners, that could be other teachers. They are both very good about putting themselves out there and yeah. truly forming like lifelong relationships. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting you'll go to other places and see them and people know that when you've been in the business for in decades, that's kind of a big thing. Everybody knows them. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Vicky. You see Vicky out yeah. Alex, super, super well. She was just here for me um, yesterday and on Friday. So. Oh, shoot. Yes. Yeah. I wish I would have seen her. Too great. Uh, Ms. Sorensen, of course, you recently got married this summer. Very exciting. Congratulations Thank to you. you. Uh, what, are you changing your name this year or are you waiting till later? Um, I think I'm going to start the process on Friday. So I know it's a long uh, road. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not I'm not too committed right now <laughs> to that. It's not my top priority, but I it's do. Okay. Eventually, I will change it. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, let me ask you, is it more stressful to plan a wedding or to take several students out of the state for several days at a time? Um, I think it's a different type of stress. Different type. Uh, okay. Both is like you get the excitement that's going on. Um, with a wedding, it's more so like you kind of know exactly what you need to do. Um, same with when you're traveling with kids, but I think 
you're a little bit more nervous because those are actual like real people's lives like in your hands <laughs> a little bit but um you get the same excitement I'm glad I don't have to plan um, another wedding, and but I am excited to travel more <laughs> with the students. There you go. Perfect. Well, that's awesome. That's great. So let's talk about competing during COVID. Of course, 2019, kind of a wild time. I spoke with uh, Maggie Schneider, who is a state representative for Nebraska DECA, good friend of mine. Um, mm -hmm. She talked about how DECA had to strip away a lot of normal business practices for student safety, even something we think is integral in business as shaking hands had to be rocked to the core. So talk to us about for you too, that was where you kind of got your start. So talk about that for me, either or. Yeah, so Harry and Vicki retired um, after we didn't come back from COVID in 2020. So when I first jumped in and got involved with DECA, it was not only taking um, over these, like you mentioned, giant footsteps um, that I had to fill, but doing so in a time where like DECA didn't and couldn't exist in the same capacity. Yeah. And so it was really interesting to see kids competing virtually. And, you know, OPS loves teams and the rest of the world at the time was involved with Zoom. <laughs> um, and so that was a challenge within itself. Kids needed to learn that like the way that they video record themselves for a TikTok is very different than that would look for a role Super. play. So that was a kind of a, an interesting learning curve in that way. Um, and but Taylor, Miss Sorensen can speak on this too. In that, it, since then, um, it has been really fun seeing kids like have those face-to-face -face interactions and seeing them grow for it. We believe that our kids are especially good at the role play sides of things yeah. um, because they really do have the interpersonal, the soft skills, which I have learned is transitioning to power skills. Wow. So Central brings the power skills. Power yeah, and, and so it's been really fun kind of watching them like get back into it and learn how to speak to one another again. Yeah, yeah. and even I, I uh, helped judge the Millard South tournament last year and I had friends who did it with me as well and they talked about one of your central students and talked about how they just, they were super social, had these great skills and things like that. So crazy to th see looking back to that and, and how that compares today, so great job. Let's take a quick break to talk about our Eagle accolades. We want to first congratulate Central High teacher Jody Boyer on receiving a Leadership Service Award from the Nebraska Art Teacher Association. Congratulations to Miss Boyer. The first week of October was Applied to College Week here at Central High. Counselor Angie Meyer helped 381 students submit 782 applications. The largest number of applications went to UNO, UNL and Metropolitan Community Colleges, and a variety of other out-of-state colleges. The counselors mentioned how focused the class was in completing their applications. It was refreshing to see the students help each other. Many students commented how appreciative they were to have dedicated help available by the counselors to complete these applications. Now that students have completed one or two applications, they have the confidence and skills to complete even more applications on their own. It is important for students to start taking necessary steps to plan for their future. 
Great job, the counseling department and Angie Meyer on that event. Now we go to foundation events. We're looking at on October 21st, they're going to have their next edition of the Passing Periods Alumni Luncheon Series at the Field Club Golf Course, October 22nd. This Passing Periods feature is going to be on Jennifer Gruber, who's from the class of 1994. Jennifer is a manager and engineer for NASA. She is currently working on the Artemis Project. The Artemis Project, of course, is NASA's mission to return astronauts to the moon by 2024 and prepare the way for human mission to Mars. That event is, of course, going to be at the Field Club of Omaha from 1132 1. You can register online at chsfomaha.org. Let's get back into our episode. I chatted with another successful DECA supervisor. When I t- asked her what it took to be successful on the national level, she said, it takes dedicated, strong leadership and students with passion to learn, continually get better, and growth experience. Last year, of course, Central DECA was voted top in the state, had a student place nationally. What parts do you see last year from this quote? I think that it is very true. These kids are so dedicated. Oftentimes they're the ones telling us what we're going to be going to and what they want to do. They have a million ideas and they're really good at putting everything together. We're pretty much just listening and saying, yeah, that's a good idea, but then they go through with everything and do it themselves. Uh, So many of them come to us for study materials without us asking them to do that. They're practicing role plays, talking about all the stuff they need to know. Um, They just really have a passion and then they really take the feedback they get from every competition and really try to apply that and be better each and every time. Um, But yeah, no, their leadership skills that they're gaining, some of them is incredible. They're going to do some really great things someday. That's super cool to hear. And even just like, it's just a try thing. You have to like, it's not an experiencing where it's like, oh, like go to the football field and practice. Like you just have to keep competing and Mm -hmm. doing more and more. And from the judging I've done, it's like, if you just try, just put yourself out there, take a risk be creative and things like, you know, that's awesome. That's great to hear. And joining the club in itself is a risk. Like a lot of them don't know each other prior to joining the club. Like they were placed in the class either as an elective or something that they chose. Um, And they start to realize that the friendships that they make um, also turn them into some really good people, some leaders. And so they develop those skills as well. Yeah. Yeah. Even with, with my conversations with Maggie Schneider, she said the same thing where it's like, just have to have kids take a risk. Yep. Join, be involved. And then they suddenly fall in love with this thing and they want to get involved more and more. Yeah, some of the students too, like even at the beginning of the year compared to the end, you never would have like picked them out and been like, oh, they're the ones that are going to be like yeah. coming to every single thing, running all these events, stuff like that. Cool. So it was kind of just cool to see like some of them like sort of like step out of the shadows a little bit. And now there are returning members doing everything, coming to every event, mm-hmm. all that. That's wild. That's really cool to see, especially that growth and to, to note that where how it started and how it is now. So take us through what was it like being at Nationals? What was it like hearing Lucas' name be announced over the speakers? Like talk us through that moment. I mean, it's a this is a huge thing in Central history that you guys uh, accomplished. Yeah, we were kind of naive and ignorant, I think, going into (laughs) Nationals and like the platform that it was. And so we just told our kids and we tell them this every time, just 
be your best, like beat your best score, do your best. That's the best you can do. Um, and so we kind of all went in with some pretty low expectations. Um, and so when Luca got the call back, we were like probably more excited and nervous than he yeah. was. Um, and then, yeah, I don't, you can talk about like the stadium. Yeah, it was in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So yeah. a huge stadium. Um, Nebraska was sitting like not on the main level. So we were like up little ways. So um, Luca got called down to top 20. So that meant he was like in the top 20. Um, people went to go compete again. So we're just like running after him. He's like <laughs> running to the stage. All of the students are like standing up screaming. Um, it was really cool. And then later on, after we came back to the like final awards ceremony, um, when we heard Luca's name get called for top 10, we were just sprinting. Like it was kind of just like an out of body experience almost yeah. where it's like Luca's running, everyone's cheering and yeah. we just had to run. He like makes it onto stage right as they're calling it. It, it was just really cool. We were standing up there like proud little parents like with our phones, <laughs> like phone. taking that, pictures. That's of my baby. We're both like really competitive and yeah. like had played sports and this is just such a different experience. And we're like, how, <laughs> how can this at all be on the same playing field yeah. really? Yeah, and even in my conversation with Maggie Schneider, it's like there's not a ton of representatives from Nebraska. I mean, it's very lucky to even become representing your state in that mm -hmm. level. So when I asked her about what's it like to compete nationally, she's like, it's very difficult because how do you choose of the state what's going to work nationally? And you're talking about bigger cities, talking California, talking Texas. What are some of the powerhouses? Do you guys know certain states that are usually top 10 or well personally like canada is really big because they start they're kind of like immersion schools aren't they where they start oh, wow. in like elementary school you are focusing on a topic so kind of like very different type of pathways but you instead of four years you're doing it through all of your education so they tend to compete really well mm -hmm. it kind of worked out in our favor that they did not attend last year. <laughs> um, a lot of like the East Coast, I feel like too, maybe I, you see. Yeah, Michigan, Florida. Yeah. The way that you qualify to bring people are the size of the state, mm -hmm. so or the size of the members rather. So if you have more members, you can qualify more people. Okay. Um, yeah. There were schools with just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of DECA members yeah. oh, there. Wow. Based upon yeah. population basically yeah. type thing. Correct. Mm -hmm. Interesting, very cool. That's awesome. So of course, when I went to the DECA website, I, I have judged DECA, but it's such a big, diverse, like, I mean, it covers everything. When I was looking through, I'm like, mm -hmm. it's just crazy to see. So DECA, of course, ranges from entrepreneurship to hospitality to business administration. So what's one of your guys' favorite kind of topics? Which one of your favorite areas that um, if you were competing again, what would be an area you'd want to go back and uh, do again? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about DECA is that you can place a student with anything that they're interested in and yeah. really find like their niche and like something that they could really be successful in. Um, personally, if I had to go back in time and compete in DECA, I'd probably choose marketing communication because communication is used all the time, yeah. no matter um, where you are, what situation you're in. And so to be able to like hone into that, you can apply it um, in every other situation. But I do like the fact that there are so many options for our students. Yeah. Taylor? Yeah. That is hard. A lot of students do, like Michaela said, end up trying one. And then they're like, well, I might try a different one. And they kind of have to do a trial and error until they mm -hmm. find one that they really like. I personally feel like I would go, 
I could go either way. I could see myself doing accounting, so a little bit different. That one is not too creative. It's kind of just like there's a right or wrong answer. Mm -hmm. So I like that aspect of it, but I also do really enjoy a little bit more the creativity in like the sports and entertainment marketing way. Um, We do have a lot of students competing in that one as well. That's something that they tend to take interest in. Totally. Mm-hmm. When I judged last year, um, the one I was, the area I was in, it was tough to figure out because everything's by an acronym. Yep. <laughs> and what is what acronym? What am I? Yeah. Um, and I was doing restaurant management, I think yep. was mine, yep. which was really kind of cool mm-hmm. because it was like, you have a problem. This was the issue. So those at home who don't understand, there's a written portion of DECA and then there's an actual, you are competing, you're given a, an actual scenario type thing. Mm-hmm. So the students are given a scenario, hey, you want to grow your business, you want to do, you're a pizza place that sells for X amount of dollars, such mm-hmm. and such, you want to make a rewards program, what is, how do you do this? Yep. And then mm-hmm. kids get so much time to do that. So it was really cool to see because while accounting might be more <laughs> right or wrong, it was yep. really cool to see who's going to take this to a wild level. Most kids, oh, I love punch card, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then other kids really super, super creative came out with some really good ideas. And they only have 10 minutes to do so. So it's really impressive the what they can come up with in such a short amount of time. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Super cool. That's awesome. So who, let's give uh, some shout outs. Who are some students that have really gone above and beyond and uh, how they done so? So not fair. <laughs> Pick um, your favorites now. Yeah, Tell right? us. They're okay, totally so listening. we can talk so much about all of our returning members. We mm-hmm. spend a lot of time with them. Um, we share an eagle time with them and everything. Cool. They're amazing. All of them are so supportive of each other. Um, some in specific, I mean, for our returning members, Bryce Wojanski, Scarlett Lasoli, Raya Hader, our president, they've all done an amazing job coming to literally everything. I think Bryce already has almost 17 hours of stuff he's done in wow. the last two months. So that's been crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have some really great new members that we're really excited about as well that have been really showing up and helping us a lot. Uh, personally, one of my students, Miro, she's our September DECA member of the month, so our Ooh. first one, Miro Sardell. But She's been coming to everything, helped out with three Eagle Buck distributions, mm-hmm. came to a hemophilia walk we had last weekend, every meeting, volunteers to do everything. So we're really excited to see her compete, and I know Michaela has quite a few as well. Yeah, I mean, what's great about DECA is you only get as much as you put into it. So seeing those kids like dedicate their time, you know that they will be the ones that will come back next year if they're eligible or, um, really put the time and energy into doing well and like driving themselves so it's still early in the year um and some kids are just kind of getting their feet wet it takes a little bit of time Mm -hmm. our officer team has really stepped up this year um they came you know the progression of times have been no officer team during covid the next year we did have one but none of us knew exactly what that looked like um and so miss Sorensen and i did a lot of that work for them um and this year the kids are just taking it on they're they're really running it as a true um ctso and the students are running um the events that we're putting on and we're just facilitating all of their ideas and so those ideas are coming from um, meetings outside of the classroom but also within the classroom within advisement um zero hour i have 10 kids in a zero hour so they show up before school even starts wild world Um, (laughs) and they're all DECA members so that's crazy yeah it's really good to see yeah Yeah. we also we should shout out uh, Mackenzie Mavis she is a Nebraska state president so she got voted in over a few other candidates as well um, some of whom were 
already serving leadership roles for the state, but she got voted in. So she is leading the charge with Nebraska and doing some really, really great things as well. That's awesome. Well, I'm excited for you guys because sounds like, as you said, when you have it's leading within rather than leading from the front type mm -hmm. thing, you've got a great career and everything for you. Yeah. So, well, very good. I appreciate you guys uh, taking the time, 7 a.m. in the morning, sitting down with me. Everybody wants to do a podcast right when they wake <laughs> up, right? It's a late start oh, yeah. for us. Yeah, we're yeah. here. Yeah, okay, no zero hours today, even better. <laughs> yeah. Well, once again, we look forward to see what you guys will do this next year, and best of luck uh, nationally again. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. We'll see you next time. All right, thanks. Bye.